This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. I want to know what Dustin is getting delivered, and can I have some? About a two-day Senate run. We haven't, even, we haven't even started the show. Warlord's like, hey, did you hear about this news story that I'm going to lay on you? No, I haven't. Do hit me with it. Oh, oh, welcome to the Troll Patrol live. It's a freaking Wednesday. What is up, Ginger Warlord? Sky Comets. Dustin, my friend. What we let's see what we got over here. I'll show you. I'll show you the meme of the day here in a second. What's up, RB? We don't mind if I do. I got it right here beside me. Austin Cyril tweeted out, "I'm a Democrat running for U.S. Senate in Utah to unseat Mike Lee. I have fifty-five thousand eight hundred followers. Can we hit sixty-five k?" Followers, yes, yes, yes. Then we have a follow-up tweet. This this all happened yesterday. Apparently, I've ended my run for U.S. Senate, but any followers I gain is much appreciated. <laughs> I did not realize that the deadline had passed to file papers with the state since I had been out due to health issues. Thank you for your understanding. I really do. <laughs> restream bot is pretty cool. RB RB has many times asked Restream Bot if Restream Bot has a sister <laughs> that he can ask out. And I didn't, I didn't know if something funky was going on. He was actually talking to somebody, but he was talking to somebody on Twitch while he was on, on YouTube. I didn't know what was going on. No, 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 no. RB, RB was just, uh, asking the bot. (laughs) Look him up. I love it. Oh, what's up guys? I'm so, I'm sorry. There was the possibility that if I drank some alcohol with somebody yesterday that I might have gotten laid. So I took that possibility and I was like, fuck the troll patrol. Fuck them. <laughs> sorry. River, river. I said I had company. I have a friend who has brought me... My medicine, when, when I was unable to obtain it, told me that her dealer was out. I was like, oh, I can hook you up. And my guy's like been running a fire cell here recently. Like, fucking messaged me out of nowhere the other day. It was like, it's a hundred bucks an ounce. Like, what? Yes, please. Sorry for my absence yesterday. But we back. Sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? 
back. You had, you had to pay you had to pay for some ass this week, producer Dave. Oh, smoke, smoke, smoke. Okay. Understand. Yes. He told me it was seedy. I didn't think it was all that seedy. He could he could have sold that to me uh, at, at its normal price, and I would have bought it and never said a fucking word. I I hate I hate Grinder here now. Like I've, I've I've seen all the people here. I don't I don't I never see any fresh faces on Grinder anymore. The fresh faces are all people that have deleted it and come back. Didn't want to fuck with you the first time. Sipping my tea over here. What are we talking about tonight? We got we got shit to talk about. Oh, you're getting a big dose of the Daily Wire tonight. I got a daily. I got a lot of Daily Wire content for some reason. They're blowing smoke up J.K. Rowling's ass. Their newest political commentator is a young lady by the name of Brett Cooper. She seems like fun. We're going to see. The first thing she bitches about is body hair. Her first day on the Daily Wire, she's bitching about body hair. What's up, Aaron Tones? Tom Morello says if if you are a neo-Nazi listening to Rage Against the Machine, then you don't get his music. You ain't very smart. Watch an owl shit on a sign language interpreter. Uh, we're going to talk about some pigs, a couple different pigs. Officer who shot a 12-year-old boy in the back will be fired. Bufflers. I called her Sparklers the other day, and she responded back, Mufflers. The leader of the Proud Boys has been charged in connection with January the 6th. Also, the first... I I think I made a little farty noise with my mouth when I did that. Also, the first defendant to actually go to trial found guilty in connection to January 6th. We're going to talk about the postal bill. The executive order signed today by Joe Biden to possibly have the Fed look into creating their own cryptocurrency because that's exactly what the world needs. I thought I thought when I saw the story we were going to get some regulation of the cryptocurrency market. No, that's not what's going on. That's oh, hold on. Yeah, why, why, why is tonight the last night you can party, Tones? Are you need to go on a, on another trip or something? Travels. You are you are you up drug test or something? What's going on? Let us know. It's almost time to eat the cum egg.
You know, I left the uh, Skycom, but I left the don't gay, don't say gay shit off. We talked about it the other night. I left it off tonight. Apparently, it passed the Senate today, and DeSantis is expected to sign it. I expect we'll probably get some good pieces on Fox News tonight, possibly. Maybe they might not even talk about it. They're all about gas prices right now. No, no, Warlord, Warlord. I fucking love Cadbury eggs. I'd probably also eat an egg with cum in it as well, so I don't know. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. However, that doesn't limit your options very much at all. Oh, I fucking love Cadbury eggs. I don't, I don't like the American style, like Hershey's chocolate. This is that special, this is that special Hershey's dark that I get, uh, syrup. Put my chocolate milk. I have some right now. Thank you very much. Yes, I have the postal bill that passed today. Yes, Cadbury eggs are the... And that's the thing, is I was bitching about Cadbury eggs when I was at the store the other day. They get smaller every year. I don't like this. I, I always buy a couple of packages of Cadbury eggs. I fucking love the thing. I'll use. I'll get a couple of the caramel, but I prefer the original. I don't even. I don't even know what the fuck. They're just the cream eggs. Motherfuckers are good. Gay Dave saying the cum eggs are nasty. <laughs> See, that's it. Okay, so <laughs> I gotta hit it again. I gotta hit it again. You live in sexual anarchy. Sparkles loves like memes about eggs and shit. She's always like egg. Egg. She fucking loves eggs, but then I found out like I, I, I tried to get her a Cadbury cream egg. No, she don't like those kinds of eggs. I tried to cook her some eggs one time. No, she don't like those kinds of eggs. Tried to tried to make her some uh Yeah, see, no thanks. No thanks. Tried to make her some deviled eggs. The holidays. No, she don't want no fucking eggs. But she but she loves memes about eggs. Explain that one to me. Drink flake. That's that is that is a real thing that has happened. Like as companies strive to always squeeze as much profit as they can out of everything, they will reduce the size of their product, increase the size of their packaging while reducing the size of their product. That's why the Cadbury eggs are smaller than they used to be. Deviled eggs are amazing, and I make some fantastic deviled eggs. Just saying. I don't like no goddamn yellow mustard. Mine has mine mine have a splash of Dijon. Don't get no fucking yellow mustard in my goddamn deviled eggs. I like cum and cat like okay. So, like, you guys are divided. I'm okay with the taste of cum, and I like Cadbury eggs. I 
I'm not a fan of the yellow mustard. Yeah, I didn't see what Tones said. I, I missed it. What, why is Tones... Oh, living expenses going. Ouch. Yes, I'm happy that you're getting out on your own. I just, I don't like yellow mustard, period. I don't, that, that shit is nasty. I'm, I'm more into cum egg than I am yellow mustard. Like, maybe, maybe you give me like a fucking... A sausage, a grilled sausage, or like a ballpark hot dog or something. I might put a little yellow mustard on. Honestly, I'd rather have cheese. I'm a I'm a cheesy dog kind of guy. Do you Warlord, do you guys have hot dogs in in UK? Cancel Jude Wait, you're British. You you fucking like fucking yellow mustard? What the hell? Do you have hot dogs in the UK? Okay. Thought maybe you guys were too fancy for that shit. You like salt and vinegar on your hot dogs? Is that a flavor of hot dog that you can get? You can have all the yellow mustard, Aaron. I won't be needing it. Give me, you can give me some of that, you know, like rock mustard or some fucking Dijon. Give me some Grey Poupon. Give me some spicy brown. I like mustard. Just like that fucking yellow shit that you like like fucking the most common mustard what's what even french's yellow mustard fuck that shit that shit tastes horrible what's i would prefer i would prefer a chili dog i want like i want cheese and chili on my hot dog my that is my preferred hot dog method I don't want to, maybe, maybe if I ain't got no cheese, I might put some, I might put some mustard on a hot dog. For me to poop on. I'm not high enough for this shit. I talk about Russia shit again. I don't want to do that. I'm going to try to make it quick on the Russia shit. Don't want to give it too much attention, but also, like, it's the big story that's going on right now. Right? Russia shit. We're going to talk about daylight savings time tonight. I can't wait. That might be my my favorite part of tonight's stream. We're going to talk about daylight savings time. For those of you who don't know, that is coming up on Sunday. If you, if you participate in daylight savings time, well, there's two states... That don't do daylight savings time. Perhaps you're in Indiana and Utah, I think it is. Indiana and Arizona. Something like that. I don't... Some states don't participate in the daylight savings time. And they just stay on standard time all year. 
I, I, my position, spoiler alert, we're going to go into it later. My position is that we, we, we go to daylight savings time and then we just don't go back. I would rather stay at daylight savings time year round. So that in, in January, December, it's getting dark at like fucking, you know, six o'clock instead of five o'clock. I want to stay on daylight savings time. No more of this springing forward and falling back shit. But be aware that is this Sunday or Saturday Saturday night, Sunday morning. 2 a.m. Arizona. Thank you, RB. So, Indiana and Arizona... Because there was this whole big thing. Well, my my radio station used to carry the Indianapolis 500. We would we would get fucked up because they were on Central Time, but because they didn't participate in Daylight Savings Time, it would be on our time. We thought we had to do math, but we did. It was fucking weird. Coming! I'm sorry, that's probably doing wonders for my numbers, right? Coming up on the screen. Uh, content warning? Got footage of Russia. They shared out this video. Shared out by the Defense Ministry on Wednesday. Said to show armored columns relocating and attack helicopters in action. This is this is today's Russian propaganda. Ministry describes the video as Army aviation helicopters executed mission striking UAF crew flying at an extremely low altitude located the target locked on and launched missiles destroying the camouflaged vehicles. Sorry if any of you had a headache out there. You've been drinking too much. It was probably really loud. There's also Russia sharing out humanitarian aid being given out at a village near Kharkiv. She has no complaints with the Russian. <laughs> they said they delivered 
humanitarian aid to regions that have been liberated from Ukrainian nationals. Meanwhile, they were bombing a maternity hospital, allegedly. Russia has previously targeted medical facilities and other armed conflicts, including the Syrian civil war. Ukrainian officials accused Russia of destroying a maternity and children's hospital in the besieged port city of Maripol, even after both sides had agreed to a tentative ceasefire to allow civilians to escape. Victims, including children, were trapped beneath the wreckage, Ukrainian authorities claimed. Photos taken in the aftermath of the bombing showed rescue workers evacuating pregnant women covered in dust. The video. And once again, this is coming from the Ukrainian side, so also like unconfirmed by independent sources. But, like, I would tend to come down on the side of believing that the Russians bombed a maternity hospital. And maybe that old lady was just as just fine and content with the Russians coming in. That 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 is a good possibility, but that does not represent the majority opinion of the Ukrainians. I do not believe. Though there are pockets that identify with the Russians. I've seen a lot of speculation. I've seen speculation that there could be an east west Ukraine situation come out of this. That Putin is not going to stop until Zelensky is dead and there is a new regime in power. Last week, the Russian invasion of Ukraine has entered a more vicious phase as Russian armed forces began to bomb civilian areas in major cities. Maripol, a strategically and symbolically significant city on the Sea of Azov, has been encircled by Russian forces for days. According to the deputy mayor, Sergei Orlov, the incessant shelling has killed at least 1,170 people. Putin's going all the way to Paris, Warlord predicts. So does that mean Poland's next? Putin is taking Poland? Now also, and this has been complete speculation, I have not seen this in any news reports whatsoever. But I saw some people say that allegedly Putin is sick. Or that he is has become uh, increasingly isolated. And increasingly paranoid, especially throughout the pandemic. I can see that as well, Dustin. Got reports that Russian soldiers are deserting. Ukrainians are putting up more of a fight than anyone expected. Still, I fuck it. I don't. I don't want to try to. You got blocked by Eric Weinstein. Oh my God. I could totally see him being a block heavy son of a bitch. I got blocked by 
God, who was it? I I I was surprised. Oh, Zuby! I got blocked by the rapper Zuby. You guys know who Zuby? Better Nuzbu uh, Alizabuka Adazu. Better known by his stage name Zuby, is a British rapper born in Lutton. Zoo was raised in Saudi Arabia and educated at St. Edmund Hall in Oxford. Uh, Adazu received media attention after posting a video on Twitter of himself performing a deadlift with a statement saying he had broken the British women's deadlift record while identifying as a woman. Adazu uh, stated he published the video to criticize arguments that support allowing transgender women to uh, compete in women's sports, which he believes are Oh, Zuby blocks everyone. I brought up that he had the man that shot up Denver on his fucking show and promoted his book. And that got me blocked by Zuby. Ukraine warns Chernobyl nuclear plant is without power. A loss of power at the plant could disrupt the cooling of radioactive material stored there, risking radioactive leakage that can be carried by wind to other parts of Europe. One of the plant's reactors suffered a meltdown in 1986, sending radioactive contamination across Europe. About 20,000 spent fuel assemblies are stored in the spent nuclear fuel storage facility that need constant cooling, which is possible only if there is electricity. If it is not there, the pumps will not cool. As a result, the temperature in the holding pools will increase, the Ukrainian government said. Uh, After that, evaporation will occur, and that will lead to nuclear discharge. The winds can transfer the radioactive cloud to other regions of Ukraine, Belarus, Russia, and Europe. In addition, there is no ventilation inside the facility. International Atomic Energy Agency said on Wednesday that Ukraine had informed it of the power outage and called it a violation of a key safety pillar, but saw no critical impact on safety in this case. Well, at least that's something. Based socialist, thank you for being a freaking follower. Now, I decided to go over and check in on Fox News, see what they were talking about today, and apparently they believe that Biden believes that Russia will win, according to Ted Cruz. Well, it's having big effects here at home. There's record-setting pain at the pump, getting worse by the day. Americans now paying an average of $4.25 a gallon. That's up a dollar forty-six from the same time last year. Meanwhile, President Biden announcing a plan to ban Russian oil. I mean, they're saying it's not a critical impact on safety for now, I would assume. I Surely if the Russians are planning on taking Chernobyl and doing something with it, they know how to operate a nuclear power plant, I assume, and they understand what went on in Chernobyl, I guess. 
This ain't fun. This ain't fun. You know what else isn't fun? Ted Cruz. Oil imports while eyeing other very problematic nations to fill the shortfall. Texas. I'm not high enough for Ted Cruz. It joins us now. And one of the things that I wanted to get your take on was when you're from Texas, you're senator from Texas. And when President Biden went to Texas yesterday, he had just announced a ban he, on. He's Russian from oil. Canada, though. He did an important event there about the burn pits from Iraq, but he didn't meet with anybody in Texas about domestic energy. You know, I, I got to say this. Absolute morons. You are correct, Dustin. Uh, President Biden started literally his first day in office, basically declaring war on domestic energy production. He shut down the key. I would like I would like to correct Ted Cruz and say that literally the first day in office, you started your propaganda war on Joe Biden. Like, that's what happened. Not that Joe Biden actually came in and did anything that affected energy prices, you dunce. Keystone Pipeline on the first day in office killed 11,000 jobs. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Content warning. You're getting ready to see the senator from Texas, Ted motherfucking Cruz. 8,000 union jobs with a stroke of a pen. He halted all new leasing on federal lands, both onshore and offshore, and, and he stopped development in Anwar, a small region of Alaska that is incredibly rich in, in oil reserves. He shut them all down. His agencies have been... Nobody was drilling in Anwar. Like, fucking, it's incredibly expensive to drill in Anwar because it's fucking frozen. So you've got like I don't like I don't even think they've got drill bits that are strong enough to withstand the fucking ice, Ted Cruz. I said it at the time. I said it at the time. Trump sold off Amwar just so when a Democratic presidency came back in, the people that bought it knew that they could sell it back to the federal government. At a higher price. It was yet another scam they played on the government. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna drill up there. And Ida, I, that is correct. I don't say it enough. Uh, nationalize the fucking oil industry. Oh, dip with the raid. What is going on? Somebody shout out dip for me, please. I forgot what we were talking about. Maybe I'm too high for this. Yes, nationalize the goddamn oil industry. Nobody should be able to make a profit from that. Especially... Especially... I like like the emote explosion. I'm gonna fix it up where it's got, like, everything. I'll probably do that for when we do the 420 year anniversary special and we'll have all kinds of more interactive elements but like coming from eastern Kentucky I never understood how anybody could own the fucking coal how can you own the coal in the ground that should be the property of the people it should be a company that is ran by the government that isn't for profit that is just making decisions based upon our energy needs then you wouldn't have these mass layoffs all the time. 
I had no clue about this propaganda of China giving Russia nukes. Russia already has nukes. The devil put dinosaurs here. All right. uh, For those of you who just got here, content warning. We're watching Ted Cruz. He's bitching about gas prices, and I thought this was about Russia. We were going to talk about gas prices next with the five. But, uh, yeah, this is supposed to be Biden believes Russia will win. But uh, apparently we're going to bitch about gas prices as well because, like, Right-wingers are so easy to manipulate. Everybody on fucking Facebook is like, gas prices, gas prices, gas prices. Waging war on domestic production, and we've seen domestic production dropping and dropping and dropping. And bizarrely enough, Biden combines that with being the best thing that ever happened to Vladimir Putin and the best thing that ever happened to Iran and the best thing that ever happened to Venezuela. Last week... Also, well, they're, they're like... The the video is from Beverly Hills. I'm assuming that's where their video was from the other day because we saw the we saw the citation. the The price on the screen is six dollars and ninety nine cents. It's six nine. Noise. Noise. You live in sexual anarchy. I hear just sixty nine in the gas. The Biden administration sent their officials to Venezuela saying they want to buy oil from Nicolas Maduro. They're in Vienna trying to negotiate a deal that they want to buy oil from the Ayatollah. We were watching Fox last night and it was Beverly Hills. Sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline, which is what caused the invasion of Ukraine. Their policy just makes no sense. Yesterday, the president said defending freedom is going to cost. All right. Okay. I get it. Um, how about... Producer, producer Dave, add, a, uh, add bingo cards to my, to my uh, 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 fucking Find commands. So people, yeah, so people get a bingo card. About the MiGs coming out of Poland. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a military guy. But I don't There's know. not one. You should add one. All you got to do is put them on, the, on a flatbed truck and, and drive them across the border at nighttime. Um, well, that, even that, that, that would put than, him in the battlefield. Yeah, even simpler than that. Look, there, there are two tools we have to assist Ukraine in winning. And one of them is providing offensive military weapons. It's the same thing, Chud, conspiracy bingo. It's the same thing. You've got Venezuela on the card, don't you? Take away Russia's customers to dry up the revenue stream that's funding the war. This weekend, uh, I was on a video conference call with President Zelensky. Uh, from Ukraine, and 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 what President oh, you don't? said, he said a couple of things. He said number one, if Biden last year had sanctioned Nord Stream two, which which I fought all year, it's more it's more centered around like chemtrails. Yeah, further down the rabbit hole than that. Yeah, Biden had sanctions Nord Stream two. That is a big deal because forty four Democrats just a few weeks ago voted with Putin, with Russia, against sanctions, which is what caused this invasion. But but secondly, Zelensky said, what they need more than anything is control of... I haven't listened to a word. I haven't listened to a goddamn word he said. The air. The Russians right now have air dominance, and they need fighter jets. Now, Poland has these MiGs. 
Poland was more than happy to, to offer these MiGs to the Ukrainians. And here's where the Biden administration I'll show you the Biden some administration MiGs. doesn't want fighter jets to go to Ukraine. They don't believe Ukraine can win, and they're resigned. They have a defeatist attitude. They believe Russia will win. And, and so what the Biden administration was doing is they were saying, gosh, Poland is, is a sovereign country. It's up to Poland whether or not they give these I, I don't have a bong handy I'd have to go grab a bong I've got a I got a little water pod administration's bluffs and said here the ducky with me give them great with us here's what should happen the Ukrainian pilots we should not have US pilots congratulations on your drunkenness sky comment come pick up the migs they were going to do it in Poland they should come do it and fly the migs back now if they engage in combat with the Russians if Ukrainians and Russians are engaged fly the migs that sounds like vaguely sexual if they think there's a prayer Ukraine can win or not and so they're dragging their feet on the jet aircraft that, that, that Ukraine desperately needs the number, the number of dictators and wannabe dictators in Europe is kind of concerning right now. Another thing in terms of when you said that it's a gift to Putin, and that is like on the minerals front. This is the Wall Street Journal today that a nickel for your Ukraine thoughts that the chaos in the metal market is. And I'm sure that's one of the reasons why Putin is feeling emboldened. A lot of nickel from Russia in order to build the batteries that they want for the electric vehicles. Final thought on that. Look, that's exactly right. And when it comes the to the autocrat backslide, yes. Minerals, Russia and China both have a stranglehold on it. And, and the Biden administration is. is and now we're, we're experiencing it here as well. Of critical minerals in the United States. They're opposed to mining. If you look at the electric vehicles, Biden yesterday says, gosh, if you don't like high, high, high gas prices, buy an electric car. Well, that's, that's, that's great if you've got the money to do it. But a lot of work, working folks don't have that extra cash. But not only that, many of the electric cars right now are made. Well, that was one of the things that was in the Build Back Better bill that got killed. They wanted to build a whole shit ton of charging stations, which made electric cars a safer investment for car companies. And that is that is another thing. They're wanting to stimulate the economy. Ford, Chevy, they have their own like lines of electric vehicles coming out now. Like they're going hard on the electric vehicle, so that that was part of the administration's push because they are in with the American car companies. So like they they really wanted to push hard on 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 getting you a new car because those those used car prices are sky high right now. With batteries made either using Russian equipment and and minerals or made in China using mm-hmm. slave labor. Last year, I put a vote on the floor of the Senate that said the, the United States government should not purchase any goods manufactured using slave labor in Chinese concentration camps. Dana, I'm sorry to say every single Democrat except one voted against it because this administration is perfectly happy being a... I mean, I would have, I would have to see the language, but like... And using China doesn't really have concentration camps so much we'll anymore. That That's not really a thing. It's changed in uh, just 13 days since the war began. Senator, thank you so thank much. You. Ted Cruz, thank you. thank you. Yeah, that's like... China is is more forward thinking with with their workforce now. Like I'm sure, like the Uyghurs aren't getting treated well 
and there is there is a issue there that needs dealt with a humanitarian crisis not the business of the United States I don't know whose business but I also don't know I don't know that it hasn't been way overblown but then again also any persecution of people any type of ethnic cleansing is is unsavory, unfathomable, and unwarranted. But also, like, I, I, I don't know how that plays into U.S. policy. But in theory, I'm behind the Ted Cruz bill to not buy any... But I mean, I wouldn't like... Don't just make it China. I We will not purchase any goods... Or we will slap enormous tariffs on goods coming from countries that employ concentration camp labor. I think I think that would mean that we couldn't use a lot of things that are made here in the U.S. because we use prison labor. But in th- in theory, in theory, I am behind a bill that does exactly that. It blocks the import of goods made with slave labor. <laughs> there are a lot of there are a lot of caveats to that. Now we're gonna hear from the five about gas prices. President Biden banned slave labor in the U.S., which is now 425 a gallon. The White House even coming up with a cute little hashtag, Putin price hike, like that's actually going to make a difference. Joe Biden insisting the surge is all Putin's fault. But take a look at this prices. They've been skyrocketing ever since Biden took office after he promised to use prison labor for there are several companies that contract out the Democrats. They're just dismissing several companies that contract out for prison labor. We 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 send them uh, fucking to, to use them as firefighters in California. Every year, I get on my soapbox about that bullshit using uh, uh, prison labor to fight wildfires to put their lives on the fucking line, and then they can't even use that experience and get a job as a firefighter. When they get out, they're not getting paid commensurate to the job that they're doing. They're still getting paid like fucking pennies on the dollar per hour. Whereas they should definitely be getting, you know, what, 25, 30, fucking $40 a fucking hour. Firefighters should probably get paid a hell of a lot more in this country. The 13th Amendment says that slavery is abolished. Shit. Yeah, it doesn't abolish it all the way. You can use it as a form of punishment. I mean, hell, I wouldn't be. I'd be okay with a gasoline tax holiday, a gasoline tax holiday. 
you got to make up that revenue for some tax fucking rich people. The corporations have plenty of it. You, you, uh, fucking price regulations on nationalize the fucking industries. Nationalize the fucking Chevron, Exxon. They belong to us now. We set our own prices. Prices come down real fucking fast. Because let me tell you something, the big oil companies have still been making record profits. Their profits for the last quarter of 2021 is yet again raking it the fuck in while bending us over. So I don't know what asshole fucking right-wingers are bitching about Joe fucking Biden while CEOs sitting around a goddamn fucking mahogany table are laughing and jacking each other off. These chuckle fucks like Jesse Waters. Sky Comet, listen to me. Not not Sky Comet, I'm sorry. What was that dude? What was the what was the the Scadbox, Scadabox. Listen to me, listen to me right here. This is Jesse Waters right here. He is a paid propagandist paid to get you to fight with me about bullshit that doesn't matter. He is paid to get you to fight with me about bullshit that doesn't matter. Let's eat the rich, motherfucker. Scatterbox, listen to me. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. That solves our problems. That solves our, that solves our problems. There shouldn't be billionaires. There's like 700 of the motherfuckers. There shouldn't be one. There's like seven fucking hundred billionaires. How? When you allow people to suck that much money out of the economy. That's why the Fed has to print money to keep the economy going, to keep the monopoly game going. The Fed has to print money, and then it devalues the currency for everybody else. You know the way we fix that? The rich. Eat the rich. It used to be like Bill O'Reilly's man on the street or some shit like that. Help. Help us help you. All these big corporations up here are laughing at us because you won't join with us. There's more of us than there are them. I bet. No, 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 no. Okay. 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 Yes. I'm sure they taste. I'm sure the hatred comes through. But here's the thing. The schadenfreude that you would feel. The fact that like meals that are free taste better anyway. And the fact that you would be saving. Use a lot of hot sauce. There we go. We're ideas people. High level ideas. That's what's going on here on the Troll Patrol. I hope I hope you feel me, Scatterbox. I hope I got through to you. Let it sink in. Fucks aren't your friends. I'm your friend. I want to be your friend. I'm your concerns and pushing green. 
Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $4. All right, I'll do that tomorrow, Spotter. Because I drive a Tesla. Perhaps if you let the market work in this respect, people will feel pain. They'll take a second look at that Ford F-450 gigantoid truck. They'll reconsider a Tesla. You'll see hybrid innovation. We should ultimately learn our lesson here and become energy independent and choose to invest in clean domestic energy. We have to move to clean energy solutions. Clean is in the end where we should be so that we don't find ourselves in this position again. Geraldo Rivera. So aye, aye. Joe Biden has said so many things about this. First, he said that. Oh, we got gut failed. We got Jesse Waters, we got fucking Geraldo, we got Judge Janine. This should be lively, bitches. Uh, do you need a content warning for this shit? Ah. It was COVID's fault, and then he said supply chain, and then he said there was nothing he could do about the price of gas, and then he said he was doing everything to reduce the price of gas, and now he's saying I can't do anything again about the price. The blonde, I think the blonde is uh, Dana Perino, but I'm not real sure. The States has a big role in setting the price of uh, of, of energy. So why uh, is he even trying to do it? Exactly, Geraldo. Can't resist the temptation to say I can fix this or that it's not my fault. But I believe you have to look at Wall Street. You have to look at the oil traders. You have to look at the guys who make money dealing it. Now at these prices. I'm going to go out and drill oil. Everybody's going to go. This is, you know what? Go. This is a fortune. Go, Geraldo. This is a fortune go to drill. be made here. It's one thing when oil was $30 a barrel. Now it's going to go to $200 a barrel. they have to let them do it. That, they have well, to let I, do it. Well, I, I think that they, there's plenty of leeway, and I think a lot. Of, I, I go back to the Not. Permian Basin. Why'd you kill those monkeys, Elon? Why'd you kill those you know, monkeys? They, they, there's so much oil there. There's so many rigs. When the last time I was there, uh, a buddy at the campus of the University of Texas. I will agree with you, Scatterbox, except for Geraldo. He is 67% a douchebag. Didn't demand it. Now the market is demanding it. Now if they can make a buck, it's all about it's all about money. Not, forget about politics. Is it it's all about, about money. money or is it about supply? It's all about the fact that this administration has no strategy. All they do is react. They have no plan. They never had a plan. All they can do is blame Russia or blame Trump or blame somebody else. The truth is that Geraldo, if the I fucking all the Fox News pundits do is sit at their little panel and they blame Biden and they blame fucking leftists. They blame woke culture and they fucking every fucking thing. That's all they fucking do is blame, 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 blame. These prices have been going up since Joe Biden came in. We were energy independent. All was well. The price of gas. And we've been over this a million times. The price of gas was affordable. And then he comes in and he's got this green energy. A dip. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I didn't want to go into this. But like those monkeys were tortured. I don't think we got anything out of this. I I there I don't think that there was actual scientific purposes for what Musk did. I just wanted a reason to bitch about Elon Musk. I there's a there's a difference between using food for sustenance and torturing a monkey for profit. You've you've got you've got to, you've got to draw a distinction there.
It's not just taste pleasure. It's not just it's sustenance. But this is this is a conversation for a different time, Dip. You 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 know you know. They literally they literally rape the animals because you live in sexual anarchy. Motherfucking farmers live in sexual anarchy. That's why they got farmers only. They got to have their own little fucking dating site because they live in fucking sexual anarchy out here fucking the animals. I could tell a story. I don't think I'm going to. Energy uh, uh, policy. And even the guy who said you shouldn't be driving that big black truck and you should be reconsider a Tesla. The guy who builds Tesla says drill, baby, yeah. drill. <laughs> OK. And in the end, you know what we've got or we've. Oh, oh, OK. Are there people that don't know what farmers only is? Because we'll. Got it's not just it's not just a keystone, which is really the pipeline that can bring the oil down. It's about the fact that everything in this administration doesn't allow for drilling. It's slow walking permits, it's slow walking all of the, the, the policies and the right of ways and the roads to the lease and the supply and labor shortages. There was no planning. That's why we're in this mess. And Greg now, president, called the Saudis. Saudis wouldn't pick up the phone, mm. wouldn't take his call. Wow. That, that, there you go. It's happened to you before. Well, it happens a lot. No Usually one takes your calls. When I try to get reservations. I say, I, I think we're still in Trump's economy. I don't. I did, I did get in, yes. Yeah. They're still passing continuing resolutions to fund the government. We're going to be up against another deadline to pass one on Friday. Like, it, it's still the same budget as when Trump was in office. It's the same Fed chairman. There's been no policy passed by the the Biden administration. I don't know what right wingers are talking about. That's a mistake. Though. Applebee's loves you. Uh, anyway, this does expose Olive Garden. Yes, this exposes a flaw in yeah. most left wing ideas, which is that they have a goal, which is a green, 100 percent green environment, but they don't have a system to get there. So it leaves us in a quandary when they cut when they remove the solution, which is drilling, because they have no real replacement. So you end up going after dictators' oil instead of our own. And once again, the hashtag replaces real action. They probably worked on that alliterative Putin hashtag for months. But you get you get the feeling that Saki and from that that uh, montage, this is an ideology of punishment, right? They see the American people as an amorphous blob with no real life or feeling. You know, too bad they don't have a cool job where you never have to pump gas like Jen Psaki. I, I, you know, it's like I pump gas. I pump my own gas, believe it or not. Everybody that doesn't live in New Jersey pumps their own gas. Exactly. Yeah. I love it that in New Jersey you don't have to pump your own yeah. gas. I enjoy I too. gas. I love the smell. Yeah. I, I love, I love tipping the gas. Yeah. All right. So, but I, right. I just yeah. I love, I love the fact that, like, Gutfeld's point was like, oh, like, we're, we're the common men. We still pump our own gas. And then everybody on the panel was like, except in New Jersey, like, you don't have to pump your, I love not pumping my own gas. I get a tip the guy and everything. <laughs> I say one thing about Saudi Arabia. Yeah, please. Saudi Arabia is a miserable country. I mean, <laughs> that was necessary. No, no. Saudi Arabia is killing civilians in Yemen 
That, that, going back to what I said earlier about my, my uh, moral uh, failings and not uh, represent, uh, you know, feeling sorry for the people in Aleppo when they were getting bombed. Uh, Saudi Arabia is bombing the hell out of Yemen. They're killing civilians right and left. Burgles can empathize with the people in Aleppo. It's pathetic. Well, yeah, well we, don't even, we don't actually need Saudi oil. We can just yeah. use American oil. We can totally delink ourselves if we wanted to from global oil prices, and we could have American prices I dominate. think that we should just ask... Oh, we ourselves should pump and we should ask all of our allies to do it because the global economy is going to need fuel in order to keep going. So we should do everything we can here, but let's get everyone else to do it as well. Let's talk about nuclear, all that. On the hashtag thing, the stupid thing about that is Twitter doesn't even use hashtags anymore mm. because what they, they remove the yeah. hashtag and they just like pick up on keywords. So you don't actually need yeah, the hashtag I know what this like you did in Bring Back Our Girls. <laughs> this is the fr- oh, yeah, this is the first I've heard of this. Yes. So you know, so. Ha- Hashtag, no need to have for a hashtag. See, that, well, that's what Dana's, we should be covering. Dana's yeah, that's what we would be. That's, that's what we would be. That would be our e-block. I mean, that's the news you need to know. But the other thing I wanted to mention is, okay. I so got a cat being a kid. Um, electric vehicles. Okay, well, electric vehicles require a battery. One of the things you need to make the battery is nickel. Where do we get nickel? Oh. Oh, oh Russia. Hmm. And where are the nickel mines being held up? Oh, oh. America. So you see the pattern yeah. that yeah. we're seeing here. Yeah. Hashtag pattern. All right. It is funny to watch someone in a very nice outfit sit back and just say, hey, you know, just go buy a Tesla. He was on top of the refrigerator. Go buy an EV. Like, like it's that easy. Now, what about the lithium batteries? It's true. Trying to get in a cabinet. Exactly. All right, I'll be at Applebee's in about an hour. (laughs) Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe. Do you think Applebee's gave him a kickback for saying that? just a place you can go to where they use a lot of oil. Biden signed an executive action today on cryptocurrency. Not the one I wish he would have signed. Urges the Federal Reserve to explore the possibility of creating its own this Digital is currency. an order that is essentially a starting place um, for the U.S. government in terms of how it's going to approach cryptocurrency on a macro level and not just a one-off case and not just a, a one, not just one agency's approach. Um, you know, the, the order itself does not really ep- implement something particularly new that is going to happen and that, that, you know, people need to do right away. Um, this but, is like an exploratory uh, committee bullshit. A sign, you know, that crypto is here to stay, um, that regulations, you know, will be coming. There are uh, a lot of requirements in this order um, for the d- various departments in the U.S. government um, to report back. And and just given um, the breadth of this order, I I, I would bet that we're going to see more orders in the future with particular guidance. The U.S. dollar is obviously the preferred um, method of exchange throughout the world. Um, that that our economy would would consider also adding a, a a digital dollar, I think, is a huge endorsement to the technology, um, um, to the the viability of of blockchain, which you know has has so many uses. Um, and so, I think it, it 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 it's it's perhaps you know the most significant part of this order. When the president of the United States is issuing a detailed executive order about cryptocurrency, I think that that is a moment that the community um, uh, celebrates because it really shows, you know, that that cryptocurrency is mainstream. It's here to stay.
Was that a crypto bro? Did we just have a crypto bro? To I was... I almost made a joke about his breath. He does not fuck. He had a crypto bro talking to us, and I didn't even know it. I didn't know what was going on. I was a little stunned. <laughs> I can't imagine that the technology of blockchain is exciting. That's a neat thing, and there are possibilities for it going forward. I don't know about currency. <laughs> Invest in corn. Oh, buy corn. Jim Kramer says buy corn. Probably is a good year for uh, grain, corn, that sort of thing, because we're looking at shortages this year. Pro the price of it is probably going to get driven up. Buy corn. Buy corn. Do not mistake this for investment uh, strategies, blah, 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 blah. I have no uh, fiduciary responsibility to any of you fucks. I did not fiduciary you fucks. Congress passes a bill to shore up the Postal Service without cutting back on the delivery service. Congress on Tuesday passed legislation that would shore up the U.S. Postal Service and ensure six-day-a-week mail delivery, sending the bill to President Joe Biden to sign into law. The long-fought postal overhaul has been years in the making and comes amid widespread complaints about mail service slowdowns. Many Americans became dependent on the Postal Service during the COVID-19 crisis. There is corn! We have corn emotes. Many Americans became dependent on the Postal Service during the COVID-19 crisis. But officials have repeatedly warned that without congressional action, it would run out of cash by 2024. The Post Office usually delivers for us, but today we're going to deliver for them, said Senate Majority Leader Chucky Boy Schumer. Congress mustered rare bipartisan support for the Postal Service package, dropping some of the more controversial proposals to settle on core ways to save the service and ensure future operations. Last month, the House approved the bill 342 to 92, with all Democrats and most Republicans voting for it. On Tuesday, the Senate sent it to Biden's desk on a 79 to 19 vote. Banking services at the post office. Now. When do we want it? Now. There is not a goddamn reason there shouldn't be banking services at the post office. And, and I think that you like your, your fucking savings account at the post office should provide a higher yield. In your bank or credit union. It is a Bernie idea. Bernie's been talking about this for years and years. Well, like it's, I don't even, like you can't even credit it as being a Bernie idea because I think you used to be able to do postal banking. I think they outlawed it in the 60s or 70s. 
Damn right, postal banking now. Everyone should have access to banking. You shouldn't be turned down. Because, like, there's some people that cannot get a bank. I couldn't get a bank account for several years. Because I, I disputed a charge with U.S. Bank or whatever the fuck. Did not fucking pay the money it ballooned into. <laughs> Fuck you. I couldn't get a, a bank account for years. Also today, that seems to be getting bipartisan support. A House panel is calling on the DOJ to investigate fucking Amazon. A bipartisan group of lawmakers on. Uh, um. Full transparency. You're watching this on Twitch. You were watching on an Amazon-owned platform. Fuck Amazon. On Wednesday, urged the Department of Justice to investigate Amazon. I I am all about workers having ownership in their companies. I am all for co-ops. In a letter dated March 9th to Attorney General Merrick Garland, five members of the U.S. House Judiciary Committee, including Democrat Gerald Nadler, who chairs the committee... David Cicilline, Pramila Jayapal, and Republicans Ken Buck and Matt Gates said Amazon had engaged in a pattern and practice of misleading conduct that suggests... Okay, okay, before we go any further, I just want to say, how in the fuck is Matt Gates still in Congress? He's being accused of child sexual uh, sex trafficking. And how often do you see an issue where you've got Matt Gates? and Pramila Jayapal on the same side of the issue. Wild. It was acting with an improper purpose to influence or obstruct the panel's investigation into competition in digital markets. The letter added, quote, We have no choice but to refer this matter to the Department of Justice to investigate whether Amazon and its executives obstructed Congress in violation of applicable federal law. In response, an Amazon spokesperson told Reuters in an emailed statement, quote, There's no factual basis for this, as demonstrated in the huge volume of information we've provided over several years of good faith cooperation with this investigation. Doubt. Doubt. Good faith cooperation is what they're, what they're referring you to the Justice Department over. The Justice Department follows a previous warning from members of the committee in October of last year that accused Amazon's top executives, including founder Jeff Bezos, of either misleading Congress or possibly lying to it about Amazon's business practices. That letter had come days after a Reuters investigation based on thousands of internal documents showing that Amazon had a formal clandestine policy of rigging search results in India to favor its own products, as well as copying other sellers' goods, practices Amazon has denied engaging in. They do that all over the world. So if, a, a, if there's an independent seller that has a product that gets popular, Amazon will copy it, sell their own version of the product, and then promote it over the independent seller. Fucking bullshit. Mention fuck Amazon. However, this is a good time if you are not subscribed 
on Twitch. You should do that. You get me commercial fucking free, bitches. Shouldn't be that many commercials actually play for you. Get access to all kinds of emotes. You get me commercial free and you help me out because I do actually get some of that money. Some of it does go to Amazon. However, if you already are a subscriber to Amazon Prime, which I do not encourage, not encourage it. But if you happen to be a subscriber to Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch subscription and you should totally use it on me because it's like giving Amazon's money to me. Win, 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 win. Not gonna judge you if you have an Amazon account and you use your your Twitch subscription on me. Bingo, bango! I think it's a good trade out. I just laid it out. I said fuck Amazon multiple times, but I just laid it out. Like, I do not encourage you giving money to Amazon, but if you're going to, give your money to Amazon and me. I just thought it was, I don't do near a good enough job of promoting myself. I know this because, like, I actually, like, I care more about what I'm doing than, like, I put the shit on the screen and I don't give a shit about it. I don't say it, like, but, like, there's, there's, there's all kinds of SEO shit that like shows that like me just saying, Hey, subscribe to YouTube. Go give me a like, like actually like reminds people. And even I'll do it. I'll be sitting here and like fucking packing a bowl or something, be watching somebody's YouTube channel. And they'll be like, be sure to like my channel. Like I'm, you know what? They're a smaller fucking uh, channel and I've never given them a like. I should go give them a like. So that's, it's, it's a good reminder and shit. So I should totally, I should totally do, uh, uh, you're, you're telling me weed is illegal. I'll go fuck yourself. Come on. You a cop. Let's go, Brandon. Um, I, that like that one Christian rapper that has a Let's Go Brandon song, he uh, he paid me $50 to watch one of his anti-gay songs on a stream over a year ago. It's been a long time. And I've been trolling him ever since, and I've been trying to get him to come. He says he's censored, but I've been trying to get him to come on the Troll Patrol. He won't fucking come on. Hey, cab motherfuckers! ACAB means you too. We're going to, hey Spider, I don't know if you were here when I was uh, doing the rundown. We're going to talk about Rage Against the Machine here in a little bit. Tom Morello says that fascists that like his music are stupid. All right, here's the thing I've been wanting to talk about all fucking night. And it's actually, it is my senator. For once, I'm going to agree with my senator. I'm going to go ahead and preface this and say that he might be quite possibly the dumbest fucking senator. I know, I, I, I know, like, you know, that's a, that's quite the contest to see which one is actually the dumbest senator, but Senator Tommy Tuberville might actually be the dumbest fucking senator. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna do we're gonna do Tom Morello here in just a little bit. But daylight savings. Well, let's see if you can read from this card, Dip. That's a good question. Yeah, he's the sports ball coach. It even says Coach Tom Tuberville down here on his on his little card. But I think I'm going to agree with him on this point because I want to end Daylight Savings Time. If, if you guys weren't here with me earlier when I gave the reminder, it is coming up this Sunday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, 2 o'clock. Well, you will fly magically from the hour of 2 o'clock to the hour of 3 o'clock. Missing out on one hour of your life this coming Sunday. It causes a lot of accidents. It, it like there's a loss of productivity associated with it. There's all kinds of reasons it's not good for your mental health. But like I just I I'm not a fan of it. I would rather and I would this is my this is my stance. I don't know what Tuberville's stance is. I say we convert to daylight savings time, which is what we're doing this Sunday. We go to daylight savings time. And then we don't go back. We don't fall back in in the fall, in October. That way, it is getting dark around 6 o'clock instead of 5 o'clock in in the January-December time. I would like that better than what we have now. We're like, fucking, you fall back in the fall, and all of a sudden, it's like dead-ass dark at 445, what the fuck? I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. It should still be somewhat daylight when people get off from work at 5 o'clock. If we're still going to do the the fucking uh, eight-hour work days. Well, Spider, do not worry. You are going to catch up come this weekend. Cruise up humans for about two weeks. Hopefully, Tommy Tuberville is on my side, staying on daylight savings time. But hey, if it's if it's the other way, and we would we would flip it and be standard time all year long, to where in the summertime it gets dark at like seven fifty instead of eight fifty. That's that's the con. Now, I don't know about mornings. I'm not a morning person. I don't know how it would affect you guys. I don't give a shit either. Just when it gets dark is the only effect it has on me. And ahead of this weekend, when we start daylight savings time this coming Sunday, I want to take a moment to discuss the many reasons why we should do away with the outdated practice of springing forward and falling back. Daylight savings time should be a thing of the past because it literally is. Introduced as a... T- oh, he's going to be on the other side. He wants he wants it to get dark at uh, like 8.50 during the summertime. That's not what I want. I want it to still get dark around like... No, no, no. He wants it, get, he wants it to get dark at like 7.50. During the summertime, instead of like 8.50 like it does now. 8.45. He wants it to get dark at like 7.45 during the summertime. I'd rather I'd rather have the hour into the into the evening. Oh, Sky Comet, are you on the get rid of it? 
I want to go to daylight savings time and keep it. Get rid, don't fall back. I don't want to go to standard time. I want to keep it daylight savings time all year. I want it, I want it to get dark at 6 o'clock during January and December as opposed to 5 o'clock. But the trade-off in that is if you, if you do it that way, then uh, it, 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 it's, it's going to get dark at... 750. Summertime. I think I explained there. Temporary measure during World War I, daylight savings time was originally called, quote, wartime. And it was a way to help conserve fuel and better utilize resources. You are lucky, Scatterbox. Of World War I, the 1918 Standard Time Act was enacted that discontinued daylight savings time nationally, but individual states continued to spring forward and fall back. Then during World War II, there was a renewed federal push for full-time savings time when then was repealed in 1945. Finally, in 1966, Congress passed legislation to set a national standard time. All this to say changes to our clocks might have made sense when it first began. But it certainly doesn't now. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. His sign, his sign says that he wants daylight savings time permanent. And he wants it year-round. So he was on my side. Okay, I agree with Turberville. Taberville. 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 In China. Uh, I I'm aware of the, the 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 whole country being run on Beijing time. That actually that runs into issues. Curious who says let's just get rid of time altogether. Uh, I'm down with that. But then like, how are you going to know what time to watch the Troll Patrol? <laughs> how are you going to know what time to watch the Troll? Whoever that is got knocked the fuck out. I say wrong. Thank you for correcting me, Scott Coleman. I like I please correct me when I say shit wrong. I just don't know what you're correcting me on. Because I'm stoned and I don't remember what I said just two seconds ago. That's a real issue in my life. Is that how you pronounce vagina? Gianna? Now I'm curious. What was it? What was I talking about? The RNC to sue over the January 6th committee over the Salesforce subpoena. The January 6th Select Committee has subpoenaed Salesforce, the customer relationship manager. But then how am I going to know what time to send out an announcement? Is the best time on the clock. I go with 420. Like, usually when I'm coming on for a special episode of the Troll Patrol, 
I do, oh, oh, like Trump does China. 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 Okay, I'm with you, Sky Comet. I forgot the whole Trump thing and China and everything. I didn't forgot all about talking about China. Oh shit! I like I like Scatterboxes. Six thirty is the best time on the clock. Interesting time. The hands are. What do you call that? Not perpendicular. Not parallel. Straight up and down. Yeah, I guess that's what you call it. You call it straight up and down. <laughs> I'm in a mood tonight. I'm in a mood. 11-11. Do you make a wish at 11-11? Curiouser. 18-30. I mean, that's... that's <laughs> At six thirty, I just I didn't when I said eighteen thirty, I didn't uh, do the math in my head. And then when I did the math in my head, I'm like, ah, oh, that's six thirty. That's funny. I don't like military time. Fucks me up. Don't like having to do math. Fuck your math. Been in the broadcasting business all my life. It's a lot easier for me to do like 8, 7 central. No, 6.30 is 6.30 in the morning. Oh, fuck. Fuck, spider. Spider, fucking with me again. Ah, you got me. You got me. You got me. I think. I don't know what's going on. I'm not high enough for this shit. Sparkles is back on Friday. As it all depends on if she is able to sit. I originally was talking to her about the setup for the for the freak show. I wanted us to be on the couch. I wanted to pull the couch over. It'd be a couch show. She and I sitting on the couch with like stick mics. Couch show. She wasn't into it. I don't know why. Sit on the couch tomorrow night if she wants to. Oh, it's not tomorrow. Tonight's Wednesday. I got another night of Troll Patrol. I'm all fucked up on my days what I get all right what are we what are we talking about the RNC to sue the January 6th committee 
over Salesforce subpoena. I don't know what the fuck Salesforce is. Sounds like company. Oh, is she gonna is she gonna remote in? I mean, that's possible. You can stand. What? Whatever is more comfortable for you. I got a couch over here. We'll do like fucking 45 an hour. All of those, all of those are doable. January 6th Select Committee has subpoenaed Salesforce customer relationship management giant and a major Republican National Committee vendor for information about the RNC's fundraising. RNC plans to sue to stop the disclosure, according to three sources with direct knowledge of the dispute. An advanced copy of the complaint filed was reviewed by Axios. The most significant legal confrontation so far between the GOP's official apparatus Congressional Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. February 23rd subpoena, reviewed by Axios, shows the intensity of the panel's efforts to link the assault with official fundraising and engagement efforts and to learn precisely who was crafting and sending emails and how they impacted supporters who read them. President Donald Trump and other witnesses have also sued to try to block committee subpoenas. Substance of the Salesforce subpoena seeks documents from the RNC's fundraising platform vendor owned by Salesforce. The committee says could contain evidence of fundraising pa- practices based on falsehoods that may have contributed to the attack. I'm sure it does. You guys remember Stephen Miller? He's like the really racist guy that worked for Donald Trump presidential advisor Stephen Miller has filed a civil suit against the January 6th committee to block subpoenas former Trump White House senior advisor Stephen Miller on Wednesday filed a civil suit against the House at January 6th select committee in an attempt to block subpoenas of his phone records subpoena is overly broad and seeks information that is unrelated to the purposes whereby Congress established the select committee That is from the Miller court filing. Moreover, the subpoena violates Mr. Miller's protections under the First and Fourth Amendments to the United States Constitution as well as federal law. End quote from the document. The suit also argues that the phone records contain sensitive personal communications between Miller, health professionals, and family about his wife and newborn daughter. But he did not immediately respond to Axios's request for comment. Miller takes no issue with the committee's investigation of the attack on the Capitol, as well as the circumstances surrounding that disturbing event. Court filing says, however, there are no facts to show that Mr. Miller had any role in what happened there or otherwise engaged in any unlawful efforts to interfere with the peaceful transfer of power to the Biden administration. End quote. Do you do you guys know who Enrique Tario is? Leader of the Proud Boys. Well, prosecutors say Enrique Tario helped plan the attack. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Content warning. 
I'm going to show you Enrique Tario. Leader of the Proud Boys, Enrique Tario has been charged with conspiracy related to the January 6th attack. Conspiracy! Ooh! See, guys, I don't, I don't read these before I, uh, before I tell you. It, it has its trade-offs with the show. Like, the show would be better content-wise if I actually read and, and did research before the show. But then you miss out on getting live reaction like, ooh, he got hit with conspiracy. Ooh. Ooh. An indictment unsealed in federal court on Tuesday. Tario, though he wasn't present at the Capitol on January the 6th, instrumental in planning the riot. Tario was arrested and released two days before the attack on separate charges stemming from an incident in November of 2020 and was ordered to stay out of Washington, D.C. during the time frame surrounding the riot. Oh, I'm sorry. It applies to any of the uh, fucking fascists we're talking about right now. The indictment alleges that Tario nonetheless continued to direct and encourage the Proud Boys prior to and during the events of January 6, 2021. He claimed credit for what had happened on social media and in an encrypted chat room during and after the attack. This is according to the Justice Department. Tario was indicted on Tuesday on one count of each conspiracy to obstruct an official official proceeding and obstruction of an official proceeding, as well as two counts each of assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers and destruction of government property. He was arrested in South Florida following the indictment. In an interview last month with a local news station in Miami, Tario said he doesn't agree with or condoned what happened at the Capitol on January the 6th. I have a feeling we have text messages from the day or chat messages from the day that prove otherwise. Went to Washington, D.C. with the intent of sitting there and supporting President Trump and then drink beer after, and obviously I wasn't there, and I can't tell you what was in their heads, but I think the mob mentality just took over. He told WTVJ. Mario has not yet spoken to ABC News regarding Tuesday's indictment. I believe that was the same day that a Capitol riot defendant named Guy Reffitt, was found guilty on all counts. Guilty! That is the verdict in the first trial stemming from the assault on the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th. A federal jury deliberated for just three... This is the this is the first trial. The first one that's gone as far as trial. We've had several plead out. Federal jury deliberated for just three hours before convicting the defendant, Guy Reffitt, on obstruction and weapons charges. Oh, this is like some kind of fucking interview here. See if we can get a news hit on Mr. Reff.
Yesterday, Guy Raffitt was convicted on all five counts for his role in the riot at the Capitol on January 6th. Raffitt's conviction is significant because he's the first of hundreds of people to be tried for their roles on that terrible day. It's significant and it's important. Actions like those of the people who stormed the Capitol must have consequences. It must be shown that if you're going to attack our democracy, you will be caught and you will be held accountable. Prosecutors show that even though Refit never entered the Capitol himself, he was a militia extremist who was heard on camera fanning the flames of violence, saying that those who stormed the Capitol were taking it before the day was over. He also said that they were going to drag members of Congress out kicking and screaming. This trial serves as a reminder that as bad as January 6th was, it could have been much worse. January 6th was a blatant attempt to stop the counting of electoral votes in a fair election, all because of the big lie spread by former President Trump. And you know what? You know what? As bad as it was, it could have been a lot less. If there had been a properly prepared police force that, you know, wasn't working in cahoots with the motherfuckers, in some cases, some cops fought bravely, valiantly that day. Sure. There were some cops that were friendly with the protesters, there were cops in with the protesters. There were protesters that showed their badges to get in. It could have been a hell of a lot less than what it was. We we could have... I was here streaming all goddamn day long. That, that stream should have took a few fucking hours. We had challenges. We were going to have fucking challenges from dumbass Republicans. So we knew there was going to be like a, a couple of different hour-long debates... Should have just been a few hours. Should have been an all-day goddamn event. I think I streamed for like 16 fucking hours that day. Should have been three, four hours. Done with it. Okay. Cool. Good night, everybody. But no. No. The cops had to treat them like, you know, they were in cahoots, which some of them were. Trump alleging voter fraud, allegations, I might add, that have never been proven to be true. The conviction of Guy Reffitt on all five charges sends a message that the allegations against the Capitol riot suspects do have merit and are being taken seriously. Now it's up to the judge to make sure that when he's sentenced, Guy Reffitt's punishment fits the crime. Have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, news dude. Or be letting him have it. I almost said something, but I like, yeah, it's not worth it. The number of hate groups fell in 2021. That is not a good thing because the reason the number of hate groups fell is because their views are being mainstreamed. Hate and anti-government extremist groups declined for the third year in a row in 2021. Their ideologies have gained traction and entered the mainstream, according to a new report. The Southern Poverty Law Center. By the way, like fucking, that is an organization that has to have bomb-proof fucking glass windows. Bomb-proof fucking doors. They do amazing work for fucking pennies. They don't have very much of a budget. 
If you if you are looking for a organization to give money to that does legal work for poor people, the SPLC is a fantastic organization. Void by the January 6th Capitol insurrection, white nationalists, neo-Nazis, and far-right militias have found ways to leave the fringes and infiltrate the highest levels of government, the SPLC says. SPLC identified 733 active hate groups in 2021, down from 838 in 2020, 940 in 2019, and the historic high of 1,021. The number of anti-government groups also fell from 566 in 2020 and 576 in 2019 to 488 this past year. Demonstrating a decline in the power of the far right, the dropping numbers of organized hate and anti-government groups suggest that the extremists' ideas that mobilize them now operate more openly in the political mainstream. The reactionary and racist beliefs that propelled a mob into the capital coalesced into a political movement that is now one of the most powerful forces shaping politics in the United States, the Law Center noted. Years since the insurrection, this hard right movement has worked feverishly to undermine democracy with real world consequences for the people and groups they target. The report pointed to a slew of voting restrictions and anti trans bills, some Republican Congress members' ties to white nationalists, the spread of the white great replacement theory, and the push to limit school discussions of race, gender, and sexuality among other things. I mean, they're literally doing book bannings and book burnings. I wish it had been a good story about the declining rates of hate groups, but Apparently it's not. Well, we're busting them up. Pill! Pill, says Christopher. I ain't high enough for this shit. Maybe you meant pig. Maybe you meant pig. Got a bit of a sad story, and if you're a little squeamish, you might want to sit this one out. I'll hit the content warning. Man had a pig's heart transplant. Has died two months after having that transplant. dude right there oh wow I didn't know it was going to get that graphic the before shot first person to receive a heart transplant from a pig has died two months after the groundbreaking experiment the Maryland hospital that performed the surgery announced on Wednesday yeah I was hoping for him too David Bennett, 57, died on Tuesday at the University of Maryland Medical Center. 
Doctors didn't give an exact cause of death, saying only that his condition had begun deteriorating several days earlier. Bennett's son praised the hospital for offering the last-ditch experiment, saying the family hoped it would help further efforts to end the organ shortage. We are grateful for every innovative moment, every crazy dream, every sleepless night that went into this historic effort, David Bennett Jr. said in the statement released by the University of Maryland School of Medicine. We hope this story can be the beginning of hope and not the end. Two, yeah, I, I was thinking that, Spider. The fact that he got two months was actually kind of impressive. Not in a human, Curiouser. Doctors for decades have sought to one day use animal organs for life-saving transplants. Bennett, a handyman from Hagerstown, Maryland, candidate for the, uh, this newest attempt only because he otherwise faced certain death and eligible for a human heart transplant, bedridden and on life support and out of other options. Oh, so he was he was already really bad off going into this. So he pretty much volunteered himself for this experiment. We might be able to get to that point at some at some point in time. If it wasn't for the Bush administration limiting uh, stem cell research. Early 2000s, we, we, who knows how far behind we are because of, of, of the stifling of medical research. Thanks to shitty politics. So, all right, like, after reading the details on this, like, I don't feel so bad. Like, the dude was already really bad off. So, he he pretty much donated himself for science and the fact that he made it two months with those conditions. Kind of means it was a success. Because it doesn't doesn't seem like the, the heart was the issue. But I'm sure they'll study that. Yeah, that's what they've done pig valves and shit before. After the January 7th operation, Bennett's son told the Associated Press his father knew there was no guarantee it would work. Prior attempts at such transplants or xenotransplantation have failed largely because patients' bodies rapidly reject the animal organ. This time, the Maryland surgeons used a heart from a gene-edited pig Scientists had modified the animal to remove pig genes that trigger the hyperfast rejection and add human genes to help the body accept the organ. First, the pig heart was functioning, and the Maryland hospital issued uh, periodic updates, and it seemed to be slowly recovering. Last month, the hospital released a video of him watching the Super Bowl from his hospital bed while working with his physical therapist. And it survived significantly longer with the gene-edited pig heart than one of the last milestone uh, milestones in exotransplantation. When baby Faye, a dying California infant, lived 21 days with a baboon's heart in 1984. Pig genes! Only the genes is... A-E-A... Pig wearing jeans. Would he would he wear them on the front, or would he wear them on like would he wear them on all four? There would be jeans on all four legs, 
Or would they only be on the backside? How would he wear how would how would the pig wear the jeans? Apple bottom jeans and the hooves with the furs. Uh, there's some smart three-year-olds, Dip. Now, come on. I'll give you most Trumpers. I think they'd wear it on all four legs. There'd be, like, specially designed jeans. They'd go on all four legs. Cloppers! Oh, my God. It's so cute. You know i got an animal video for you. I've got multiple animal videos tonight. Well, one's animal-related, then I've got our animal video. Ah, uh, so again, this story is more uplifting than I thought it was gonna be. So, hey, pull on this dude for going through with this experiment. Got to live a little bit longer than than he may or would have, and and we've learned something about transplants. It was it was data. Nay! Oh, uh, there was more data for researchers, so good on them. But speaking of pigs, I'm going to hit the content warning again. Fuck the police. Philadelphia officer who shot a 12-year-old boy in the back will be fired. I mean, if that doesn't do it, what the fuck will? The Philadelphia police officer who shot 12-year-old Thomas Sedario Jr. in the back will be fired. According to Commissioner Danielle Outlaw. Okay, okay, the police commissioner's name is Outlaw. Yeah, only fired. Let's let's read on here and hopefully some charges are coming too. But I'm I'm struck by the fact that the commissioner's name is Daniel Outlaw. The police commissioner's name is Danielle Outlaw. Howdy tones. You came in just in time to find out that the police commissioner in Philadelphia is a woman by the name of Danielle Outlaw. Commissioner Outlaw. Police Commissioner Outlaw. Like, like, was... Commissioner Crime Spree taken? <laughs> this is a serious story. I need to straighten my ass up. I need to act right. I'm with Curiouser by a squad. The officer, whom she did not identify out of fear for his safety, fuck his safety, will be suspended for 30 days with the intent to dismiss. It was clear that the use of force policy was violated, she said. She also said there's clear evidence that officer number one was the one who fired the fatal shot. 
Circumstances surrounding the incident are still under investigation, while Outlaw maintains preliminary evidence shows that the 12-year-old was the one who fired on the officers first. The family lawyer called this egregious speculation and slammed the commissioner for saying so without providing proof. Here, here. Attorney J. Connor uh, Cochran Cochran said it was unbelievable that Outlaw would re- Commissioner Outlaw somebody please like we need we need a comic book or a TV show with a Commissioner Outlaw. Unbelievable that Outlaw would refuse to provide factual evidence to the press about the details of the shooting that she has in her current possession and then speculate egregiously as to whether or not my client had a gun in his hands, let alone fired one. It's also unclear if Sedario was holding the gun when he was shot, if indeed he had it in the first place, or if he had tossed it aside while fleeing per the Inquirer. Police department policy states officers cannot use deadly force if a suspect resists arrest or attempts to escape. They also cannot shoot at a fleeing suspect who presents no immediate threat or of, of death or serious bodily injury. Outlaw has not specified where exactly the gun was found. The mother of the surviving 17-year-old, meanwhile, who has not been charged and also contests the police version of events, claiming the officers did not activate their lights or identify themselves. Oh, so there was a 17-year-old involved in this shit, too. They shot the 12-year-old. He's saying the police aren't telling the truth, which is no surprise to me. Age fucking 12. Police say he was in possession of a 9 million mil, 9 millimeter. Wait, we have the local news hit. We'll let them say it. 9 millimeter, me, me, me. explaining the circumstances surrounding the police involved shooting last night that claimed the life of a 12 year old. Police say the young boy fired at them and one officer was struck in the face and eyes with shards of glass. Action News reporter Eliana Gomez is live at police headquarters. Eliana, what are the details on this? Jim, police are telling us that these officers involved in the shooting were in plain clothes, but they were also wearing their vests and their badge when they were shot at last night. It's a sad situation all around with members of the community wondering how... So they were in plain clothes, but they had badges. ...on a semi-automatic handgun in the first place. A 12-year-old boy is dead, shot in the back and killed by plainclothes police officers in South Philadelphia Tuesday night. Police say Thomas Sedario shot at officers first. Take my shot at what? what? What's going on, Dip? I don't know what's going on. Booze. Oh, did you make? Oh shit! Curious, sir. Did you leave that fucking moonshine in there? No, no. Dip. Uh, dip. Redeem the shot. 
I think Curiouser left a bottle of moonshine. Oh my god. Hold on one second. You can watch the story. I'll be right back. The shooting was captured on a doorbell camera near 18th and Barbara. You hear one initial shot, then four more. Police say the four officers were in an unmarked car investigating some questionable social media posts about a stolen gun. As they're pulling up, they see the, these two juveniles on bicycles on the corner right there, and one of them clearly has a handgun. At that point, they, they turn on their emergency lights in their vehicle, begin to exit, and shortly thereafter, this kid fires a shot right into the the rear passenger side window. The other juvenile, a 17-year-old boy, was arrested and then released. We caught up with his stepfather, who says his son was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, what I heard was, you know, when, when the cops... I thought Div was trying to square up with me. Want to fight? You want to argue? What, what do you want to get into? Take my shot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Who's up in the unmarked car? They thought somebody was jumping him because they slammed the brakes. And this when the kid shot because he thought somebody was going to shoot him. Action News obtained this video showing the aftermath where officers were pacing back and forth while they waited for an ambulance. My dad went outside and he seen a little boy on the floor. They carried him into the um, truck and then the ambulance came and they put him back there. Neighbors say Sidario was a troubled kid. He was reported missing when he was 11 years old but was found two days later. This is Tennessee Mellow Moon Cheesecake Moonshine. What I will be taking a shot of. Took a shot of it last night and it was really fucking good. Like you 75 proof, is that what she said? Seventy proof. It hit me hard right away when I did it last night. Is my shot of moonshine. Thank you, Dip. Toast. Cheers. some pot after that. I don't... Red Bull is nasty. I don't like fucking Red Bull. I don't like any of those energy drinks. They all taste nasty. Don't have to be... Oh, I've got I've gotten some real moonshine, but like they legalized its sale now, and there's a stripped down version. I, like I like I'm from the mountains of Eastern Kentucky. I've I've met people making some real moonshine. I was refereeing a wrestling show. This would have been. 2003, probably. Maybe 2002. It was a long fucking time ago. And Ricky Morton was in the match. 
And we were backstage at this show. Ricky Morton was talking. Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express. I was I was I was on shows with Ricky a lot, my friends. My for those of you who don't know, my two best friends when I was in high school, they trained to be professional wrestlers. They went on to work the local circuits for several years. My 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 still best friend uh still occasionally does it. It's been it's been a while since he's done it the last. Still occasionally wrestles it. But uh, because because my two best friends were professional wrestlers, uh, I got to you know I got to be a referee and then later on a manager, ring announcer, and I did the you know because like once I got on the radio and shit, like you know oh let's, let's have him do ring announcing and shit. Oh my god, dip, dip. Dib, why are you try? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? So, Ricky Morton, God, what was what was the jokey talk? That I don't drink moonshine no more. And I, I said, well, why is that, Ricky? He said, because the last time I did, I felt something cold on my shoulder. I reached back, and it was the floor. Which alcohols? I don't have any other alcohols. I drink, like... Everybody, like, one night people went wild and got me, like, stupid fucking drunk on the freak show. I don't have any alcohols anymore. Uh, Ricky Morton used to go to jail a lot for not paying child support. Kid's a wrestler now. He used to, uh... Used to always have his kid on a leash in the backstage area at the shows. Damn it, Dip! No, I'm not a drinker, right? Like one shot's funny and everything. I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna be able to make it through this. Ugh! Here is. Shot number two. Cheesecake. Moonshine. Yeah, Curiouser knows how much of a lot weight I am. Three shots, I would be completely fucked up. I wouldn't be able to hit the toilet. Dib wanting to punish me. Also, I was hungry. I was hungry. I was, like, I eat earlier in the day. Like, I have lunch before I do the show. I get off of here, and I do dinner. 
I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I need a burger. Ooh, I already feel that moonshine. Making me take another. This is going to be very fun to try to get through this, but luckily it's mainly videos we're watching. Brooke Steve show up here on the Troll Patrol. But we're mainly watching videos, so it's okay. Don't do it no more. Don't do it no more. I need some pot. I need some pot. I gotta level myself out. You know, I'd love to do real honest to God absinthe. I was I was gonna play video games tonight with 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 Jesse, my best friend. I was gonna play Injustice. I ain't gonna be able to. I ain't gonna be able to concentrate. Bottoms up, bitches! Let me get my rips in. We're at the fun part of the show. Like at least I'm not going back to talking about like a. A kid getting shot by the police. I mean, I am going to fucking, this is, this is about the beer on a tailor, but it's just like, this block of stories is about the Daily Wire and their stupid bullshit. You guys hate the Daily Wire, don't you? Fuck the Daily Wire. Fuck the Daily Wire. Is Adam here? I haven't seen Adam in a while. But I'm also not, I'm not on at a convenient time for Adam. Like, Adam goes out of his way to hop in here when I'm on. Adam on later. Adam on. Adam on. Oh my god, Adam on. Adam on was like the name of a show I did when I was in college. But never, I need to put it up on Patreon. That's going to be a Patreon exclusive, motherfuckers. We're going to get to see Adam on. I'm going to see if I can pull one up here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Megan Fox. Basically what it was was I had a friend named Adam and Adam and I like I would I would film I filmed him like in my apartment asking him about just nonsense and getting him to give me answers like cuz I f- I found him amusing so and then I cut it up and made like a show out of it and he never wanted me like he's like I don't want you to put those up I don't, I don't think they look good on me Despite what 16-year-olds say, she didn't. she's not a good reason to watch Transformers. I mean, like, if you want to get horny, there's other things on the internet for that. You don't have to go and watch Transformers, you know? Because it's, 
That's no, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like three hours of shit for like 30 minutes of Megan Fox. It's just not worth it, you know? I put Justin Mullins on everything. It's like, seriously, there's like 10 more seconds there. It's all Justin Mullins, Justin Mullins, Justin Mullins. I'm full of myself. I'm going to put those up on Patreon. There's going to be a Patreon exclusive. You can go see, see filled shit that I like has never seen the light of day. Because I got a lot of that shit. Man, do I have so much like half-finished bullshit that has never seen the light of day. Thought about doing, um, I thought about doing uh, director's cuts. Like, um... Watching my movie Salvation and getting my um, the director of I directed I directed my movie Salvation, but I also starred in it. But like, I'll get my uh, the director of photography. She's she's super cool. Her name is Jess. She's a she she is a fantastic photographer. I need to catch up with her anyway. But like I like I've, I've thought about like getting a hold of her and being like, hey, let's watch Salvation. We'll do commentary on it. Because I can, I can release my shit. I'm still going to do Catastrophe. I'm still... That is still a... Uh, something... Something I'm going to make money off of at some point in time is going to be called Catastrophe. I promise you that. I've got, I've got plans for that name. I was I was gonna do a cartoon about cats. I couldn't decide if I wanted it to be an adult cartoon, if I wanted it to be kid friendly. It was a it was a whole big thing. I wrote a move. I I fucking wrote a movie or a treatment for a movie. I didn't write a whole movie yet, but I wrote a treatment for a movie in 2014, 2013. About a soldier that comes back from serving in Afghanistan. And like everybody compared it to American History X. And yeah, that's, that's kind of like the mood I was going for and everything on it. But he comes back from Afghanistan and gets recruited into like this neo-Nazi organization. And he ends up becoming like a, a, a sheriff's deputy. In, in the Southern Police Department, and he's part of this neo-Nazi group. But, like, the reason I came up with that was because I watched a Vice, like, news report on fucking how extremist groups were recording, were rec- recording, recruiting former veterans when they come back from serving overseas. I think I'm doing pretty good for being... Two shots in. I'm not a drinker. I think I'm still enunciating correctly. I think I'm still... I think I'm still a big boy broadcaster right now. For those of you who may just be joining us, um, I had to take a couple of shots per the chat on Twitch. And, uh, I'm not really a drinker 
And it was uh, it was a 70, 70 proof moonshine over here. Who's a big boy? I'm a big I'm a big boy broadcaster. No, seriously, my the program director at the radio station I started at when I was in high school. He would be proud of me. I think I don't know. He was kind of conservative. I was conservative back then, but like he, he was kind of, he was one of the, he, he banned the Dixie Chicks. He banned the Dixie Chicks in, in 2003. On Saturday, what am I doing on Saturday? Those, those Saturday streams are a, are a, uh, once in a blue moon kind of thing. Maybe on Friday, I don't know. Sparkle's gonna be somewhere else. We ain't we ain't gonna be we ain't gonna be getting food drunk and shit. What I was gonna make fun of though was like I was transitioning from cops that shot in- innocent people. You know, we were we just did the cop that shot the twelve year old. But this is this is Officer Mattingly has apparently got some kind of goddamn deal with the Daily Wire, and he's put out a fucking book about he's he's trying to profit. She was caught in the crossfire of those bullets. He is trying to profit off of the fact that he shot and killed Breonna Taylor. This piece of shit. This god. Fuck you, dude. Killed in her sleep in her bed. These are lies. This is not true. And all the while you. No, she wasn't literally in her bed when she was shot. You guys fucking knocked the door off. That you you fucking knocked. They heard the knock. They got up. They're they're like cowered behind the counter. The door comes off the hinges. Kenneth Walker shoots one bullet, and then you guys fucking a barrage of bullets through the fucking door, through the glass door on the other side. You shoot her dead in the hallway. No, she wasn't literally in her bed. She was in her bed when you guys came a-knocking. It's not a lie when people say, like, you're not even safe when you're in your fucking bed. Like, that's something, like, right-wingers have latched onto. She wasn't literally in her bed when she was shot. No, she wasn't, motherfucker. Nobody claimed she was. She was laying in her bed when the motherfuckers came to her stupid fucking door. They never should have been there that night. A fucking good. See, this is why I shouldn't get drunk. I can't control myself. I get fucking all emotional. I start reliving fucking arguments I had online three months ago. Nobody wants that. That's not entertaining content. But I'm upset about fucking this asshole profiting, profiting, profiting over the death of Breonna Taylor. Now, he's probably not the one who shot her. That's the motherfucker who was on trial and was found not guilty last week. But he is trying to profit off of her death that happened that night and he was involved. You're hearing all these outside influences from athletes and Oprah and Ellen DeGeneres and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. All those people coming and attacking you, putting your name on their account, saying he should be in prison. All these things that they have no idea what they're talking about. But they you should be. Influence. The more we attack police, 
for doing their job. The less good qualified police you're going to have. You didn't do your job. That Your job is not to shoot an innocent person, you gigantic piece of shit. Don't get me drunk, guys. I can't control my emotions. I'm fucking like I'll call the, I'll call the piece I'll call the piece of shit a piece of shit. We wanted we wanted to be a fun night. Me talking about pissing in people's open eye holes and shit like that. Don't be like fucking like bursting a blood vessel. That's why I'm not going to talk about J.K. Rowling. Fuck her. Fuck her. Transphobia. Fucking bullshit. Fuck off, J.K. Rowling. Fuck you. He was opposed to some bill in, like, the U.K., in Ireland or something, to protect trans kids. I can't do it. I can't do it right now. I'll get fucking, I'll get real pissed off. an issue it's an issue that needs more covering but i'm not i'm not the person to do it at this moment i would do it at another time bear with me fuck you jk rowling i've never even i've never even read harry potter i've watched about 10 minutes of a harry potter movie and then i walked i walked jk rowling i walked i didn't pay for your movie to begin with and i walked you think about that, J.K. Rowling? You ain't ne- you ain't never got none of my money. Transphobic. I almost said like whore or hooker, but I didn't want to. I shouldn't say whore or hooker with a derogatory fucking tone to it because I like whores and hookers. Thank you very much. Why well, I'm all up in the camera. I'm, I'm like flipping your guys' shit. I'm sorry. I go back. I watch old episodes of the Troll Patrol. I'm back here. Like, you see my whole microphone. You see my t-shirts and shit. I don't know how I got back here. I used to do the show back here. And I would talk to you guys like, hey, what's going on? But, like, I keep getting closer and closer. And I'm up in your guys' grill. And I'm like, hey, what the fuck is, what the fuck is up? Why'd you, why'd you, Dip, it is your fault. All of this is your fault. It's your fault. The Daily Wire. My friends over at the Daily Wire, I've got to once again bring up the Daily Wire. I've got to, I've got to give a shout out to Matt Walsh. You have helped my career probably more than anybody, to be honest with you. Thank you, Matt Walsh. Not for being the douchebag that you are, but for, like, playing my clip. You you ended up expanding my audience, and I appreciate that. Now, I will say full, full transparency... I got that zip recruiter thing and fucking the Daily Wire has been looking for a video editor. I have applied at the Daily Wire multiple times, but they ain't called me back. You ain't called me back, Ben Shapiro. You don't love me, Ben? You don't want to be in business with me? 
Good night, Ginger. Uh. <laughs> I love how Ginger's like, well, Justin's drunk. I'm out. Peace. Do not blame you one bit. Or it could be Ben Shapiro's face. Either or. I can understand either either account here. But Shapiro introduces us to the Daily Wire's new show. Are you guys excited to hear about the Daily Wire's new show? Well, the comments section with Brett Cooper. Brett joins us on the program now. Brett, how are you doing? I'm great. How about you? Doing well. So what exactly is the comment section? Why should people give it a listen or a watch? So the comment section is a social... Did I did I need a content warning? Was I supposed to give a content warning before I show Ben Shapiro? Oh. Right wingers are morons. Ben Shapiro's a moron. I hit the wrong thing. Content warning. You're getting ready to see Ben Shapiro's stupid ass face. Social media content review show. Um, you know how you respond to woke TikToks for your YouTube channel? So we are basically doing that, but not just responding to TikToks. We are responding to whatever is going viral on social media, whether that be political news, celebrity news, uh, a ridiculous tweet by a politician. We are responding to it. We are diving into the comment section to see what real people are saying about it, how they are responding. And we're doing it from a younger perspective. We're getting into the nitty gritty. I'm Gen Z. I'm young. So... It's a new perspective and a, a unique uh, point of view. So it's a great way for people who are younger, maybe the kids of people who are listening to this show, or if you're younger, we're going to get the we're going to get the kids with the Daily Wire here. Are in fact the target audience. Yes, exactly. We are hoping to reach a newer demographic, my peers especially. Um, I went to UCLA, much like you, and so I dealt with a lot of leftist peers. Most of my friends growing up were on the left. Is it just me, or does she look like Ben Shapiro? Like, am I am I fucked up? Does she look like Ben Shapiro? Is this is this one of Ben Shapiro's kids he's bringing on? What the fuck? Don't, and don't worry, I've got a Brett Cooper fucking clip. We're gonna watch here in just a second. Left, um, and I lost a lot of them when I started speaking out, and so. Canadians for Trump 2024. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you, Canadians for Trump 2024. Thank you for being a freaking follower. From the bottom of my heart, you are part of our crew here. We enjoy you. He, like, look at that. Look at that fucking shot. That pause, that 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 screenshot of the video we are watching right now, and tell me that is not female Gen Z Ben Shapiro right here, right now. On it, but honestly, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brett Cooper. I'm sure you're a lovely young lady. I don't think Ben Shapiro would wear a green turtleneck with uh. Checkered, checked, checked jacket, checked black and white jacket. Is that does that pattern have a name or some shit? But she's got the Ben Shapiro smug look down. 
in that world, I realized that there was not a lot of entertainment. There was not a lot of social media and internet content that was for more conservative-minded young people. And so I'm excited to be diving in and creating something for them. So, Brett, let's talk a little bit about your background. So for folks who have never seen your stuff before, how did you get into politics? Because that's not how you started. No, not at all. Um, I was a professional actor for over a decade. Um, I started in theater, worked in Atlanta and New York, then ended up in Los Angeles doing TV and film. And then I graduated from high school when I was 16 and went to UCLA. And it was during that time that I stepped away from Hollywood just because of politics. I did not feel like I had a place there and I was constantly having to. 10 years, she at the age of six, she was a child actor. 10 years she spent in Hollywood, graduated at the age of 16. And that's when she decided to step away from Hollywood. You guys pick up on that compromise my values for my work, which was not something that I was comfortable with. And during the BLM riots and during COVID, I started speaking out and also lost my footing a bit in the industry there because of that. And as a result, I started working with PragerU, who is in Los Angeles. And from there, the rest is history. I started writing for the Foundation for Economic Education. I worked for Young Americans for Liberty. And now I'm with Daily Wire. Well, go check out the comments section today. That is available over at YouTube. You can go subscribe over there. Brett, congratulations on the show, and I'm sure we all look forward to watching it. Thank you so much. Do you guys look forward to watching it? I hope you do, because I'm going to give you a taste of it right now. This is this is a segment from the comment section with Brett Cooper. Female body hair is not empowering. Please stop. She's even wearing the same jacket. Turtleneck combo that she had in her little interview with Ben Shapiro. So this was this was the same day. This is her debut episode. The Daily Wire. This happened Monday, I think. So this is this is a Very uh, representative piece of work of, of what you can expect from Brett Cooper. Her first day on the Daily Wire. Female body hair is ooh. Or so something I was having like a great, that. peaceful morning. I was sipping my coffee. I came in early, uh, was getting my hair and makeup done, and I was scrolling on Twitter, as I do. And I was accosted with this New York Post. Uh, okay, first of all, let's go back to the fact that, like... That's you having had your hair and makeup done. Ooh. I mean, that's not like... I threw this together five minutes before the stream started. I put on a bandana... And fix my and, and brush my hair. It was like all over the fucking place. But that's you having gone to a professional makeup and hair artist. Okay. And I was accosted with this New York Post article. Gen Z gals on growing out their body hair. It's sexy and empowering. 
She was accosted by a New York Post article, which, by the way, the New York Post is a Rupert Murdoch, uh, Murdoch-owned publication, which is read by predominantly far right wingers. It's it's like a National Enquirer for the internet. It is not reputable in any way. So it is meant to stir up the emotions of far-right idiots. So then we get comments from from uh, Brett Shapiro, uh, Brett Cooper, about the article that was written by right-wingers to stir up right-wingers' feelings. Second of all, like... Uh, grow your hair out, ladies. I'm into it. I mean, I'm, 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 I don't mind your hair if it's less work for you. If it's empowering to you to have hair, fucking do it. Also, pussies look better with hair. I'm just saying, pussies look better with hair. I feel like she's judging me. I don't like you judging me, ma'am. I'm not... I am not high enough for this shit. <laughs> like, these pictures are just horrifying. Anyway, there's an entire New York Post article about why my female peers are choosing to be hairy. This model admits that she's lost out of a number of fashion gigs by a hair. For her hair. I'm not willing to shave. This is part of my brand. The 25-year-old get it. post of her fuzzy armpits and legs. God, I can't believe I'm reading that. She lives in Ohio and she's been warned by her agent that body hair is not industry standard, but she does not care. Stunning and brave. Stunning and brave. I'm trying to normalize this. We do not need... We don't need to normalize that. We really don't. <laughs> Holy fuck, guys. She really is like... Distilled Ben Shapiro. Distilled Ben Shapiro. Lately, women have been raising hell by ditching their razors. Oh, God. They're flocking to TikTok to show off their all-natural approach to grooming, where the hashtag bodyhairisnatural has more than 91 million views. And the pro-bodyhair movement is gaining ground. There's a movement for everything these days. God. Anyway, the New York Post put this on Twitter. I got a little bit of hope when I was reading the responses. Um, I found some kindred souls. One guy says, narrator, it was not sexy. Somebody else says, I read this with Morgan Freeman's voice. That's good. Anyone who finds this empowering... No, 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 that wasn't. You want serious attention? Get really good at something. Really, really good. So good that people talk about you. That's empowerment. But yeah, it's more effort than not shaving. I feel like that person has definitely read some Jordan Peterson. Oh, God. All sorts of things have gone wrong. Oh, God. I'm doing the same with my nose They hair. read Jordan Peterson. Ugh. Oh, wait. Can I not do that? Can I not show my hairy chest? One of those nose hair shavers that, like, every suburban dad has. I mean, if, if, she's, if she's out to impress Ben Shapiro, she is definitely doing just that. The only thing that empowers is singleness. I'm all for women doing obvious things that indicate important personality attributes. 
Yeah, I guess the hairiness would indicate a lot if you were trying to date him. Nope, if dudes are expected to be... Date who? Get a date. The least you can do is properly groom yourself. Yeah. Yes. If I have high standards for guys, I'm going to hold myself to that same high standard. Mutual respect. Every generation does this thinking that it's something new. It's not. They aren't rebellious or empowered. Yeah, I feel like this is just a resurgence of the 70s. It was the 70s, right? Free love? Free hands? You don't fucking know! You were born in, like, what, the 90s? The early 2000s? You don't know fucking shit, little girl. It's a article from the Associated Press talking about the dangers of TikTok, of what it can do to young people. This is what it does to young, sweet female Gen Zs. It turns them into a Wookiee. Okay, I'm back in the article now, but one of these girls says, There's no shame in what we are and embracing what we are. I find having body hair to be a sign of confidence and adulthood. I mean, like, what's the problem with being feminine? Listen, if you want to grow out your body hair... What's what's the problem with having body hair? Why do you give a shit? But... Really? It's not empowering. Like, why is there a pro-body hair movement? I mean, this is just... Because... Women have been forced to embrace a certain standard of beauty. And for some reason, men have this weird, like, fantasy about prepubescent girls and, and, and shaved pussies have been an in vogue thing among, you know, from the, the, the Playboy image and yada, yada, yada. So to not shave is to basically give a big fuck you to the system and say I'm not I'm not conforming to your societal beauty standards. You can't fuck that I won't do what you tell me. Fuck that I won't do what you tell me. That's why. That's why it's an empowerment. It's a classic move from the left. Trying to break down some, you know, patriarchal institution that they think is oppressing them. But not everything... But it is! A huge cultural revolution. Oh, so she may concede that it is indeed patriarchal. But she'll just say that no, like it's not... No cultural revolution is needed here. Smooth vaginas are a good thing. I don't understand of why, like... Just do what feels right. Fuck that, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck that, I won't do what you tell me. Tom Morello says white supremacists who liked rage weren't smart enough to know what the music was about. Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello, who last year released the collaborative solo album The Atlas Underground Flood, said online commenters offended by his political views aren't intelligent enough to understand the meaning of his music. But he relayed in a Metal Hammer Reader Q&A that emerged on Wednesday. One of the questions the musician fielded in regards to his presence on social media was, how do you feel about some fans telling you to stay away from politics? I have a number of thoughts, Morello responded. One is that you don't trigger his free speech exemption when you pick up a guitar. That right remains intact. Secondly, people who are offended by my politics on Twitter or Instagram 
Please know it's because you weren't intelligent enough to know what the music you were listening to all these years was about. Rocker added, for the music, you're welcome. But if you're a white supremacist or a proto-fascist, that music isn't written for you. It's written against you. Fuck that, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck that, I won't do what you tell me. I didn't say it loud enough that other time. That's not usually a problem I have. I have a very aggressive uh, gate on my microphone because not speaking loud enough into the microphone is not a problem I run into often. Except maybe when I've had a few shots of the moonshine. This might be one of my favorite background music songs. I I think it's quirky. Post-2011, there was a program that the state government... Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Mikey. Sorry. Brett Cooper. Brett Cooper. Was that it? Was that Brett Cooper? Yes. Got my notes over. Brett Cooper. The newest hire at the Daily Wire. Newest hire at the Daily Wire. This is a ASL interpreter. Oh, wait a minute. I guess it's still ASL because it's Australian. But I don't know if that's what they call their interpreters. Cause yeah, ASL is American. This is the Aussie Sign Language Interpreter. Getting shit on by an owl. Post-2011, there was a program that the state government... Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Mikey. Sorry. Take your jacket off. Take the jacket off. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, 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 hey. RB, RB, RB. Don't you dare go jacking off to Brett Cooper. I I do not endorse that shit. If that's what you had in mind, that's why you had to ask for her name and shit. Don't do that shit. Don't, 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 don't. You live in sexual anarchy? Don't trust you. I don't know. Get one off here if you want to. Who, who, who am I to judge? Oh no! He's only got some I look like a cool guy. He's got him a man bun going on. He's got him a nice goatee. Um. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't. He don't want to get shit on by no owl. Like I want to get out of here. That owl might. That owl might have a vendetta. Post twenty eleven, there was a Facebook wants me to jerk it to Caitlyn Bennett. Oh, they keep showing her to me. Oh, Mikey. Sorry, take your jacket off. Take the jacket off. Uh oh. Everyone, look above. 
There you go. There's your animal video for the night. There's an owl shitting on. No, no. I'm gonna answer quickly. Um, <laughs> I've got a real animal video for you. You know I do. You know I'm not. You know I'm not leaving you hanging with something weird like that. Here's some otters playing in some ice. Got sound and everything. Otters playing in ice. Oh my god, he's eating and everything! Owls do not like air buns of any sort. Is that why they shit on him? Wait, what, what, what? Dip brought the fun to a screeching halt over here. The CIA tried to weaponize giant river otters. I don't... Okay, first, first, first of all, first of all, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. But second of all, look at these cute little things, like sharks with freezing la freaking laser beams. Otter mines. Fucking. Look at these cute little motherfuckers. Don't you want to, like, grab his little. Oh my fucking god. I want to boop it snoot. I want to. I want to. I want to fucking cuddle up with it. Look at this otter. Do otters cuddle? Do they like to cuddle up? They probably cuddle with other otters. They don't cuddle up with you know, like humans or anything, do they? I mean, I might. You never know, Tone. That sexual harassment for me to say that? There have been streamers like getting some major trouble with some shit they've said to their cat. Now I don't want to. I don't want to cross into that territory. Is, are you saying Tones is Randy, or are you saying I'm Randy? I'm always Randy. She was just here. She knows I'm Randy. Look, he was laying on his back eating some ice like he's just the coolest motherfucker. He's trying to get all up in the camera. That one's giving some kisses. They're adorable. Fuck me. That's what I'm thinking. They cuddle with other otters. They don't cuddle. They don't cuddle up with humans. Like I couldn't sleep with an otter in my bed. I would though, dude. You're so fucking cute. I'd sleep with you in my bed. You are Rusty. What's up, Rusty B? I'm Randy. He's Rusty. Wait, they're the apex predator? What? Apex predator of what? Look at those cute motherfuckers. Yeah, they look like they like to party. 
Got some party otters up in here. Oh, these are the ones the CIA tried to weaponize. Well, that's some bullshit, because these otters, like, look at these otters. I'd invite these otters over for dinner. I'd trust them with the good silverware. Oh, these are the small variety. Look at He looks like he's like a dog or a cat or something wanting to be petted. That's exact. That's the same fucking fucking look the cats make at me. What, we were importing him from Africa or some shit? What the fuck? Alright, if you're watching on Twitch, you're going to head over to Echoplex Media. This is the Intellectual Dollar Tree. HK and Producer Dave going to treat you real nice. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's alright to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.